You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody, Jono here and welcome to the Online Course Podcast, the, cl- the place where online course creators go to sell more of their online courses. Now, I'm super excited this week because we actually have a salesperson on the line. If we're looking to sell more courses, it's pretty. It's probably a good idea if we know a thing or two about sales. So a little bit about this person. He's the founder at The Covert Closer. He's also an author and he's an absolute rock star when it comes to making sales, especially on the objection handling side of things. He actually has a guide as well, the six step objection handling guide. I'll put the links down in the show notes. So if you need a bit of a hand with that side of things, he will be able to help you out. But anyways, without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Justin Weeder. Justin, how are you? I'm doing good, Jono. How are you doing, man? Yes, I'm awesome. It's uh, 9 a.m. Monday morning over here in Australia, so can't get. It's only downhill from here, right? Can't get any better from where I am, <laughs> where I am at the moment. So you got me at a, a good time, uh, David. I like to start all my. Sorry, Justin. I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to uh, flip it on you a little bit and use a ledge, which uh, I can explain later. But uh, what a customer says that they want to think about it, uh, one of my favorite responses is, hey, you know, Mr. Customer, if this isn't right for you, I'd rather have a no right now. I promise you're not going to hurt my feelings. Is that where you're leaning right now? Yes, love that. And I saw that quote <laughs> on your Facebook and I love it myself because there's nothing worse, right? When someone, um, you know, they tell you, oh, let me think about it. They're never buying, you know, but they just don't mm. want it. They think they're going to hurt your feelings. So, you know, they, they tell you the, they tell you that there and there's nothing worse because you just don't know. You've got to chase this person up. You feel annoying. Mm-hmm. You feel sleazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas if that person just told you, great, hey, have a nice life or on, or on the flip side, maybe there's an actual reason. Maybe they're like, yeah, hey, what? It's just a bit expensive. And then maybe you can handle it that way or, or whatever it may be, but just find out either way, right? Right. And that, that's really the key. And I think that's where a lot of salespeople struggle is they don't have a good way to find out or to make it safe for their customer to tell them what's wrong. And that's why the customer gives them some, you know, fog BS about why uh, they need to think about it. Like they don't really need to think about it. Thoughts instantaneous, you know, uh, they think something about it right now. And yeah, if you can figure it out, there's a lot of times it's, it's a solvable problem. Yes, agree. Well, hey, Justin, let, let my audience know a little bit about yourself. What is it you do? How'd you get into sales? Start wherever you want to start. Take it where, wherever you want to take it and just let my audience know a little bit about you. Okay, great. Uh, so I'm not your typical sales guy. Uh, you know, and I get this comment a lot from people who meet me new and we talk sales uh, because I'm, I'm more reserved, quiet, kind of introverted guy. Uh, I fell into sales. You know, I worked at Circuit City. Um, that's a 
electronic shop out here in the States that's no longer in business. Oh. And uh, I, I worked there. I got excited. I thought it was a gym. Circuit City. I was like, <laughs> Wait a oh, second. Circuit City. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to send you a YouTube video of the old commercials. <laughs> they had like a plug that like, anyways, uh, anybody that's in the US will know or remember those commercials. That's my age. Um, and so I worked there and it, it was a great job. And I worked in the uh, computer tech bench. So at the time I was 18 years old. I wanted to go to school for computer science. I was a big geek, right? I still am a big geek. I mean, I was. Uh, I just geek out about something different now. So uh, I was on the tech bench and all of a sudden, you know, customers started to kind of overrun the computer department and they needed me to go out there and help. And I went out there and I, I started selling and I was selling a laptop. And uh, my boss pulled me aside kind of in the middle of like, well, the customer was talking to his wife or whatever. And he's like, hey man, like you need to offer these people an extended warranty. You need to offer them a laptop bag. You need to offer them a mouse. You need to offer them uh, let's see what else did we attach. Oh, um, you need to offer them virus, antivirus, anti-spyware. He's like, you know, you need to offer them all this stuff before they check out. He's like, all you need to do is offer them to ask them if they want to get it. I was like, okay. And I was really nervous, but I'm like, okay, like I'm 18 years old. I've only been at this job for a few months. Like I got to do a good job. Right. So I go back over there and I start offering it to them. They've said they want to buy the laptop. So we walk over to the, uh, we walk over to the cash register and we're going through the transaction here and I start going, you know, hey, do you guys want an extended warranty? And the guy goes, well, how long is that for? And I was like, well, you know, four years is this price. And he goes, yeah, okay. I was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, well, do you want to buy some antivirus software? And he's like, well, how much is that? And then I said, no, it's this much. He goes, yeah, okay. And then I was like, do you want to buy a laptop bag? He's like, oh yeah, good point. Goes over there, gets a bag, comes back. All right, cool, ring that up. And you know, by the end of it, the guy said yes to everything. Uh, and I couldn't believe it. And so we, I, we, he checked out, he left, we shook hands, whatever. And then uh, the manager of the department comes over and he goes, you, you sold everything? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh my God, great job. And like gave me a high five. And for me at 18 years old, you know, I had never done anything extraordinary in my life before ever. I mean, before working at Circuit City, I graduated high school with a 1.9 GPA. Like I was not an impressive individual by any means, right? But I got this rush of just like, whoa, I, I did something good, you know, like I, you know, I provided value and then you log into the computer system and like that sale was like, after everything was all said and done, it was like three grand. And that like shot me to the top of the board that we'd log into and see nobody else had really sold anything that day. And it just felt good. And it was like, like a drug, like I got addicted to it. Uh, and so, yeah, then, you know, long story short, uh, after that, I was moved out to the sales floor and uh, the rest is kind of history. Uh, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, that's perfect. So let's um, let's talk about the online course world. So most people listening mm -hmm. to this have an online course or are putting it together, um, almost finalized it, and they want to get out and sell more of it. Now, there's a, most most people I've had on so far are actually more marketing people, to be honest, which is okay. Mm -hmm. Marketing's got yeah. its place, right? Here's he's my take on the whole online course ecosystem. Marketing and sales are different worlds. Mm -hmm. I think sales is more important because you can do all the marketing in the world. You can have all the leads, all the followers, all the, the emails in the world. If you're not closing any sales, you're not making any money. And all yeah. that marketing you did was a big waste of time. On the flip side, uh, if you're good at sales, every minute you spend, every dollar you spend on marketing becomes worth it. So yes, marketing is important because we need people to sell to, right? Um, but, yeah, totally. <laughs> but if you don't close that sale, then you've wasted all your time on, on the marketing. So I'm 
huge fan of sales. Now let's take it from that side of view, Justin. Let's say someone's done a bit of marketing. Maybe they've got a, a small list, you know, maybe 200, 300 people, but they're not really making any sales. Now there's a big trend in the industry to, to do it via email, but I think we go the other way. And I think you're more of a phone sales specialist, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, email, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's all right. Well, I was just going to say, let's let's maybe talk about, I think you're going to do it anyway. I think you're going to answer my question <laughs> already. I was going to say, what's the advantage of, of a phone call via email? Why can't we just email someone and say, hey, here's the link, go and buy it? You know, you can do that. Um, and there's a lot of people who will go and buy it and read your sales copy and, you know, they'll mull it over and, and they'll buy it. But that's that's only one subsection of the population. You know, the rest of the people, one of the things you learn in sales early on is the KLT factor, right? The know, like, and trust. Oh, yes. Um, you know, you'll sell anything to anybody as long as they know, like, and trust you. And that's true. Um, but sometimes you can't build that just over email. Um, there's also something to be said for the tonality mm -hmm. uh, and the value that you can provide to somebody on the phone. Yep. One of the things I think that I've relied on a lot in my sales career, like I've said before, you know, my kind of my, my antithesis of the covert closer is the bro closer. Mm -hmm. um, that's the guy that you kind of think of when you think of sales, right? It's a sleazy car salesman that just shoves you into a car and brow beats you over the price and then you leave and the next day you're going, what did I do, right? That's the, that's the antithesis of, of what I want to do. And, and that's because I can't be that guy. I tried for a long time in my career. I tried to be that guy and I can't. So the way that I really win in sales is by providing a lot of value up front. And I'm sure that's, that's what you do in the online course world. You do that via email, you do that via your free content that you provide people, uh, and that's great. But take it to the next level and get on the phone with them um, because that also gives you an opportunity to connect on a more human level than you can via just words on a page. Yes, love it. So many good points of information there. I'll even expand on all of those because I know, Justin, you're quite good at this stuff. For you, this is common sense. You, you rattle it out. <laughs> I'm going to expand it for the listeners because maybe they've never been on the phone before, you know? Maybe yeah, they've just you know, been behind the computer and everyone's telling them, hey, email and build your list and social media and all good stuff. But here's the, mm -hmm. the takeaways I took there from what Justin said. The first one is the know, like, and trust. And there's no comparison between me sending an email to 10,000 people or me even just jumping on the phone for 15 minutes. That 15 minute phone call is thousands times God. more valuable than sending out. Mm -hmm. Even if you're really good at email and you make it personal and you reply to every email and you reply to your comments on social media, it does not compare to that level of on the phone. And what I've even found myself, because uh, I do a lot of phone sales myself, even if I don't close that sale then and there on the phone, that person's mm -hmm. still on my email list anyway. The chances of them coming mm -hmm. back and signing up later is so much higher than the people that mm -hmm. I never spoke to. So I think that's an advantage as well. Yes, it's easier to close the sale then and there, but even if you don't, you've got more chance of closing it later via email because you've actually had that conversation with that person, which I think is uh, important in terms of the, the value. Now, I like that because it can be more specific. Email's great, yeah. but it's sort of, here's advice for everyone. If I jump on the phone call in, in 15 minutes, so Justin, what's your situation? So you do this, 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 okay, and this, 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 and that. Cool. Hey, here's exactly what I would do for your specific situation. Mm -hmm. And that is just, that's a, that's a game breaker, right? If you can give yeah. that there. Um, the tonality, you know, that's one thing because I, I like to use a, a lot of tonality when I speak. And sometimes when I write, it doesn't portray like that, you know, and we've all mm -hmm. seen the examples, right? Where you write something and someone takes it like this 
but you meant it completely different, right? So I think it's, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's important there. And yes, I like, um, I saw a good quote the other day. You'll love this, Justin. You may have even been the one that, that posted it. I know you won't. It was someone else. So uh, another one of my friends called Justin, he made a, a quote about sales. Now I'm probably going to butcher it because I, my memory sucks, but I'll, I'll get the message <laughs> out there and we can go from there. What he was essentially saying was anybody can sell shit once as in um, rubbish stuff. Mm. You know? if, if there's something that you want to sell, anyone can sell it once, you know, you, mm -hmm. you know, know a basic script, you, you know, know a few objection handling, you can sell whatever you want really. But if that thing yeah. is crap, that person's not coming back and you're gone. They're never buying from you again and again and again. But if you can make sure that your product, and I shouldn't even say shit. I mean, if you sell something that doesn't match their needs, right? If you, yeah. you know, bully them into something that to buying something that isn't really suited for them so you can make a few extra bucks. Yeah. You might do that once, but you've lost that client for life. If you do it a, yeah. a better way or customer for life, you do it a better way, then it's, um, you've got a better relationship there. So I, I love that. So, all right. So say from here, Justin, let's say someone's listening to this and they're like, all right, you know, now I'm going to start getting on the phone with people. Where's the, the first point? Should you sort of um, tailor your marketing? So it's like, instead of just entering in your, your email, also into your phone number, or is it, you know, instead of just sending someone a link saying, Hey, what's your, what's your number? Let me give you a quick buzz and give you the run through. Or um, is it, you know, sending out an email and saying, Hey, I've got some discovery calls open. What, what suggestions could you give us there? If we're, how do we start to get on the phone and talk to people? Yeah. Uh, just like anything. And, you know, in the marketing side, you really take time to think this through, but uh, think about what's going to be valuable for them. And then think I'll, the way I do it is through my lead magnet. Mm. So my lead magnet is a six step uh, objection system and there's a lot of theory and then there's some practicality stuff in there. But for someone who's new to sales, it's going to, it might be a little tough. A lot of the psychology that's in that, uh, in that guide is, is a little tough for you to come up with on your own. And so I always offer Hey, if you want help customizing this, you can't think of anything or you want to know if your stuff is good uh, or if you even just want a partner to role play it with and get some feedback, here's my calendar, book a time. Love it. Uh, yeah. And so if you build that into your lead magnet, some people won't need it. Great. Mm -hmm. Those people aren't probably going to be your, your, the prospects mm -hmm. that you want to get on the phone with anyway. Uh, and so then you get on the phone with them and then through that process, you know, I'm kind of lucky in the way that it works out. Like, I help, it allows me to kind of qualify uh, the, the person I'm dealing with because I have, I have to know about what they're selling and how they do that and, and what their customer persona is and how much they know about that and everything. You know, I don't exactly work with people that are fresh, fresh into sales unless it's like an entrepreneur. Um, it, you know, so I, I need to know that they're selling a product they know about, that they know their persona, all the stuff that you do while you're setting up your marketing when you're, when you're doing your online course, right? Uh, but yeah, you know, if you can offer it in, as a part of your lead magnet or as an enhancement to your lead magnet, um, something else that I do is offer that, uh, I have a script builder tool to, as well. And so I offer that as a bonus when you get the script builder tool. Hey, you've bought the script builder. Now we can also jump on the phone and I can help you customize it. Um, that way it's, it's very low touch because people are also afraid of being hard closed, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Um, and so if you, if you give them that kind of that direction or they feel like that's, what's going to happen, then they, they won't ever want to book a call. But if you're just jumping on to help them, uh, and you know, it's like if you, y'all probably follow Frank Kern, uh, oh, and he yes. says, you know, right. You want to prove to someone you can help them by actually helping them. Mm. Right. Uh, and so I really try to live that mantra when it comes to the, to jumping on the calls with people. And then from there, you can ask them if, if they want to have a conversation about working with you further. 
Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, hey, my next question from here, Justin, and we can sort of go two ways. I know that your specialty is in the objection handling side of things. Now, I don't know if we dive straight into that because I'm guessing we probably need to do some homework or we need to do ask some questions with this person before we get to the objection handling. Where, where would you like to take this conversation, Justin? Should we talk about the early part or should we go straight to objections and sort of go back and forth? What's, what do you think would be the best? Uh, well, I think it'd be valuable for, you know, talk, let's talk about the early part of the call too. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, if you don't do that part right, then you don't have the right to handle their objections later. Bang on. All right, cool. So let's say, um, where should we start this? So it's going to slightly depend on what the person's, and I'm just going to leave it to you. What, what are your, um, <laughs> so you've, you've got on the phone with someone and you can, we can go many different ways. It can be whether, you know, we've, um, uh, it's, it's your strategy there, whether we've built it into the lead magnet or maybe it's just someone that said, hey, I'm interested in your course. You know, can you give me more info? Where, where do we sort of go with that? Yeah. You know, the biggest thing that you want to do when you're qualifying people early on in the call is to dig into their goals and their, their reason why. Mm. You know, everybody, when they want to accomplish anything, there is a reason why. And it's usually the thing I found in sales that really will, will skyrocket to the top and, and make closing sales easy. You probably won't even need to handle objections is getting clear on what that person really wants. Uh, there's the reason they're going to tell you up front. Um, but there's also what I like to call the real life outcome, uh, which is, what does that bring them in real life? So, so give an example. Uh, let's say you're a salesperson. You want to learn how to close objections better. What's the real life outcome of that? Well, you're going to make more money. Okay, not quite because money is useless without a person attached to it, right? So what do you want to make that money for? Uh, and you know, what's funny is when you ask somebody this question, it's almost like they've never thought about it before. Um, and they'll think through it and then that will give them that clarity, right? And that's part of what you do as a coach is you help people get clarity. Uh, so, you know, you ask them, well, I, they say, well, I want to pay off some credit card debt. Okay. So credit card debt. So then you, let's say, then you want to talk about the future. Okay. So the credit card debt's the pain they're dealing with. Now let's look at the future. Okay. So let's say you pay off the credit card debt. It's 12 months from now. What now? And then you let that, you bring them to the, to the end of the outcome of what they're searching for all the way until you get some feelings involved, right? Because up to this point, you know, so it sounds like I'm talking to a computer. I wanna make more money. I wanna pay off a credit card, right? Like, why? Well, I'll, I wanna feel accomplished. Or, you know, my parents taught me that being in debt is bad. And so this, and this is a real life answer I've gotten. My parents taught me my whole life that being in debt is bad. And I'm in debt right now. And if I don't get out of debt as soon as possible, it's just make, gonna make me more and more depressed, right? Or I'm gonna disappoint my parents or, you know, whatever. Okay, cool. So now we've went from, I want to master objections to, I want to make my parents proud. One of those is weak. The other one is very strong. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so that, that's the idea. Awesome. Okay. So question on that, mm -hmm. where do we weave that in? So my, um, let's say for example, you know, I, I get on the phone with you now, Justin, I'm like, all right, Hey, Justin, you know, um, I know you want to get better objections. Why? Do I go straight away or you know, do we do some small talk first or do we need to add value first or what do we, how do we weave this in? I, that, that's my take. I feel if someone asked me that straight away, eh, I'd probably answer them, but I could see maybe some people being a, a bit closed there. Any, any tips there? Yeah, of course. It really comes down to the purpose of the call. Mm. So if you promise them that you're going to provide value to them, provide the value first. 
solve their, the issue that, that you promised them that you were going to solve by getting on the phone. Uh, and then bring it up at the end, like, hey, you know, so we, you know, for example, if, if I'm having a conversation about objections and I'm helping someone with this process, hey, so we nailed this down. I'm just curious, you know, what made you decide to jump on this call with me? You know, why is this? I mean, like basically, and then they start the conversation from there. Sometimes people will just reach out to you and say, I want to learn more about your courses. That's a perfect opening for you to say, okay, why? Yes. Love it. Awesome. All right, cool. Any other tips there on the front end? So great. You know, we're, we've got this person's goal. We know what they want. We've gone a little deeper. We know their why. What's the, the next sort of step from there? The, the next step from there would be then, then connecting your, your product as the bridge to that why. Mm. Right. Uh, and, and the best thing that you can do is, is, do it in a way that makes it seem like there's, there's no other way. And that's not always easy. Right. Um, but it's also a way to say, Hey, you've known that you've wanted to get better at objections for, I mean, even ask them how long, mm. Oh man. Well, since I started in sales, how long ago was that? Two years. Okay. So you've wanted to know that you're going to get better at, at objections for, for two years now. How come you haven't done anything about it till now? Right. And you want to get, you want to, get them to tell you why they haven't. And when you ask them that question, they're talking to a coach, you've primed them as a fact that you have an online course. They know that often they'll say, well, I don't know how they say, okay, cool. Well, if that's the case, then I think this could help you. Do you want to hear about it? Another big thing in sales that I've learned is if you ask people permission, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to get a much more engaged audience. Uh, and you know, I, if I haven't said it yet, I may not have said it yet, but it's important also that through this process up to about now, if we're talking about it in a, in a linear fashion up until now, it's really important. You don't bring up what your stuff does uh, because all you're going to do is cloud the message and you're going to give them, you know, a reason not to listen to you. If, if that makes sense, yep. because humans are all about curiosity. And so if, if they don't know what you got and you're asking them questions, they're going to answer your questions so that they can know what you got. But if you do it the other way and you tell them what you got and then you start asking them questions, the questions are going to feel like ways to try and close the deal uh, or ways that, that it's going to feel more manipulative to them, right? Uh, which it's not the case. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that 95% of salespeople out there are not trying to manipulate anybody. Uh, we're, it's just a matter of how things are perceived because of the stereotypes we're exposed to and maybe the personal uh, events that have happened to that individual. Uh, exactly. So. You know what I mean? Don't start away. Don't start with pitching your product. Ask mm -hmm. them questions. Make sure they're a good fit for it even. You know, if they have that in your mind as your intention. Yes, love that. So, so many good things there as well. And it really rings home. So my first job was a, a personal fitness trainer, right? Mm -hmm. And then my first courses were to help first personal fitness trainers grow their business. And this really rings home them because that's like the, the number one classic sales mistake with personal trainers. Someone will ring up, hey, you know, how much does it cost? Oh yeah, here's my program. It's, you know, 80 bucks a session and you get this and you get this and you get this and you get a nutrition plan and you get, you know, support and you get a Facebook group and you get my basic nutrition guidelines and you get some home workouts and you're almost turning that person off, right? It's almost, yeah. Like, yeah. It's almost like, hold on, even though you're trying to do the good thing and offer so much value, that person's like, ah, hey, you know what? No, I just wanted the personal training session, maybe some basic advice. I don't think your program's a fit, even though they didn't even need mm. to have that other stuff, right? But if you did it on the flip side, you're like, yeah, cool, run me through. You know, what are you doing? What are you looking for? How can I help you? And maybe if they say, look, all I really want 
is just a trainer. And here's the other thing. There's so many different trainers, right? Do you want a trainer mm. just for accountability? Hey, I just want to pay someone that makes sure I come and texts me beforehand and texts me after to make sure that I actually come and, you know, writes down all my things and counts all my reps. That's all I want. I don't want someone yelling at me. I don't want someone, you know, this and that, but you could have someone else. Hey, I'm fine with my accountability. I just want you to motivate me and make sure that I do one more rep each time. You can be either trainer, right? So it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, let me hear what this person has to say. And then as you mentioned, Justin, it's the bridge across there. So it's like, great, you know, here's my program here. Here's what this person wants. Great. How can I close that bridge by telling, I know what this person wants now. I know what my program can do. Assuming it's a fit there. How can I, I manage them across there? So I love that. I love mm-hmm. how you also mentioned um, around the, the how long and making it seem like it's the only way. This is, a, this is once again, so specific to, to fitness as well. I, I wish I was doing this on my fitness podcast as well, <laughs> but it, it, it works so well in fitness and we can translate it across to the online course world as well. Say like in, mm-hmm. in the fitness world, there's just you know, so many different um, gyms out there, right? So many different things you can try. So it's important in that world that you ask beforehand. Cool. So you want to lose 20 kilos. Yeah. How long have you wanted to be used for? Cool. You know, 12 months. What have you tried before? Yep. And this, and this, and this, and this. So you essentially want to get them to tick off every single thing that they've done and hasn't worked before. So when it gets to the, you know, when it gets to the close, it's, you're almost using their own logic against them. You're almost like, hey, you've tried these 50 other things that haven't worked. This is the only thing there. So same sort of thing in the, the online course world as well, where it's like, cool, what have you tried mm-hmm. before? Tried this, tried this, tried this. And you can essentially get them to say they've tried everything except do your online course. So it can, it can work from there, there, which I think was cool. Uh, and the permission as well. Yes, I, I love that. And I, I use that in, in many different ways in, in that circumstance as well where it's like, awesome, so you want to do, so let me get this straight, what you want to do is this, 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 and this, you've tried this, 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 and this, what you're looking for is this, 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 and this, is that right? Awesome, hey, I think my, mm. my course would actually be perfect for you, is, do you want me to give you the quick rundown, is that okay? You know, something like that, yeah, and it's yeah. sort of, you know, it's sort of like, oh yes, please, you know, so it goes from like, uh, it goes from that person being excited to, to want me to pitch instead of me being a sleazy salesperson, just trying to get my word across this person's asking me, you know, Oh yeah. You know, yes, yeah. please. And then same thing. I know we're not really talking about webinars today, but I find that works well there as well. So whenever I'm doing a, a webinar, you know, I'll give 45 minutes of, of content and then I'm like, so how was that? Did everyone have fun? Did everyone learn something? Awesome. Hey guys, are you cool? Does anyone feel overwhelmed? Does anyone not know where to start? Cool. Hey, is it mm. cool if I let you know the next step from here on what you can do to, to get started? Is everyone cool with that? And then everyone sort of types, yes, yeah. they're not leaving the webinar now. They've just told me that they want to hear about it. They're almost, you know, being hypocrites if, if they, if they leave. So I, I love yeah. that you've, you've mentioned that there. So, all right, cool. So now if we're going linear throughout the, that sales call, we've had a bit of a chat, you know, we've spoken about their goals. Uh, we know what they, they want. We've asked permission. They've said, yes, we've now told them about our program. We've matched it to their needs as, as close as possible. Gets to, uh, we haven't mentioned, you know, price or, or anything like that. Uh, we've finished telling them about our, our program or our course. What do we do from there? Do we have to hard close? Do we you know, do we say, hey, I'll email you a link? Do we, you know, say, hey, here's the website? What's the step from there? We've finished telling them about our program. What do we do now, Justin? Yeah, so the thing I've, I've found 
Uh, first of all, I could tell that you've uh, sold some courses before, by the way. <laughs> I have a very good handle on that. That's Thank awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've gotten to the end of that, right? And, and you've, yeah, you've, you've, you've understood where they're coming from. You've pitched your, your course and told them how it's going to work. Uh, at that point, what I usually do is say, now I'm sure you have some questions for me. Mm. Uh, and they almost always do. They might have questions about this or that, but I would say 80% of the time, that's a totally made up statistic, but around 80% of the time, <laughs> <laughs> what they ask is, well, how much does it cost? Mm. Right? And so from there, you know, what I like to do is I, I like to, you know, this is um, the kind of question that you can easily just answer. There's a couple of different ways you can go, in other words. You can easly just answer, well, you know, it's 497 and that gets well, you X, Y, and exact, Z. That's the exact price of my course. You mean, you mean, you mean studying or? <laughs> I've been studying. <laughs> uh, and so you can just do that and that works great. Um, if you really want to dig in, you can also say, well, you know what? I'm really glad you asked. Before we get into that, let me ask you, why did you ask me that? Mm. And it, it takes them for a loop. See, the thing about people is, especially people you're talking to in an online course, they've probably been pitched on an online course before right? So when they ask you, how much does it cost? Or they've been pitched something before, right? They're not fresh out of the womb and now you're selling them something, right? Uh, and so they're expecting you to just say the price and what it includes. I found though, that you can keep people engaged and you can become more of an expert and seem more powerful in their mind if you keep them guessing, right? And they, they really, people are drawn to that because you feel different, Right. And so you'll find, you know, if we get into uh, the listen method, it's all about being different. We want to, we want to give them a different experience. Uh, that's not abrasive or pushy or aggressive. Right. Um, and so you ask them what, and the, the answers that you get, I mean, I never can predict what I'm going to get. Uh, and you know, I'll give you an example of one that I've gotten in the past, which is, well, Justin, I want to sign up for it. I just need to make sure I can afford it. Mm. Okay. Now that's a very close to the chest kind of answer. Right. I mean, how do I know what you can afford? Mm. Um, and so I'll say, okay, well, what would you do if you can't afford that? Uh, and they, it's the answers that you get are surprising. And what you find is now they're selling themselves through the typical objections that you run into. Um, because think about it. If you want to sign up, but you, but you don't know if you can afford it. Well, really, what will you do if you can't? Right? Uh, and then instead of you trying to help them through it, they'll say, well, maybe I could borrow money or, well, maybe I could, you know what, Justin, as long as it's less than like 10 grand, I can afford it. Now you're in a very good spot. You say, okay, well, it's 997, 9,000 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make them laugh and have fun with it. That's the most important thing. You get to the end of the close, oh, yes. people are emotional, mm. right? They're scared. That's the number one thing. They're scared. They don't want to make a bad decision. They don't want people to be to uh, criticize them. They don't want it not to work and be a waste of money. Um, you know, and we can talk about all that stuff and like reversing the risk and that kind of thing. But really what you have to just remember is that people are emotional. And so if you can do something they're not expecting and make them laugh, the chances of you closing that sale, no matter what techniques you use are going to go through the roof. Yes. Love that. Yes. Especially the, the laugh and fun side of things because emotional and also stressful, you know, it's like mm. that person's on the other line. They're worried you're going to hard close them. You know, they're, they probably want to do it, but they're scared if they put their money down, their friends are going to think they're an idiot. You know, their, their mm -hmm. wife or their, their husband may, you know, get upset with them for, for there's so much things going on there. If you can just make that person laugh and, and cause I feel if someone, if you can make someone laugh, there's just that compassion. They're like, you know what? This mm -hmm. person's actually, they, they, um, 
it's like a friendly thing. Like if you're if you're trying to make that person's laugh person laugh and, and have fun, it's like you care about them more. You're not just here yeah. reading out and trying to hard close. You're actually trying to make it enjoyable for them. I appreciate that. So I think that's yeah. um that's an important part there. And yes, I love that question. So I've never heard someone explain it like that, you know? So I, I really yeah. like that. Which way should we explore, Justin? Should we explore because here's what I'm thinking, and let me know your take on here. Um, I love that, that the way you mentioned that. And I think that's great. Someone like myself who's done a lot of sales before, I'd have no dramas, you know, going around that <laughs> method there. Uh, someone that's starting off, that may be a big jump for them, you know, to, yeah, to ask yeah. that there. That may be easier yeah. for them to, to go the, you know, the straight up price. Which way would you like to explore first? Should we talk a little bit? I'm guessing it comes to the solution's going to be the same anyway. It's just one's going to be a bit easier. Is, is that right? Yeah, right. Um, one of them is is more, you know, the, the kind of second way that I explained is that's something that I think will happen to you naturally uh, mm, as a salesperson. Yeah. Um, because you, you'll begin to understand the psychology of your, of your buyer, right? Yeah. So yeah, I would say, you know, if we're going to talk about what's going to be most helpful, let's say we give them the price and we tell them what it includes and then talk about what the customer usually says after that. Awesome. Let's do it. So in that case, we'll just quickly summarize that part there. So what Justin's saying is, you know, it gets to the end of it and you're like, Hey, you know, do you have any questions? That person may have a few, but they're always going to ask price. So my close is similar to that where I'll run them through it. I'm like, great. You know, how does that all sound? Is that something you're interested in? Cause it's almost a bit of permission again there. That one, that the person's yeah. like, yeah, it's yep. exactly what I'm looking for. You know? I'm like, awesome, like, but how much is it? You know, they'll always, you know, they'll be like, but the elephant in the room, you know, how much is it? Yeah. So there's always, always that there. Um, I do it, now I, I go slightly different, same sort of thing. I, I, mm -hmm. um, I make it sound a bit more exclusive, you know? So, hey, look, it's actually two courses. It's a level one and a level two. The level one course is usually 500 bucks or the level one course is usually 600 bucks. Level two course is usually 600 bucks. If you go to the website, that's what it is. If you want to register today, I can actually give you both of them for 497. So that's how I, I sell there. That's give nice. sort of, yeah, you know, good. some sort of um, reason. It's like a little bonus. Person. Yeah, a yeah, little bonus here. You know, you can, and, and it's not lying. You go to the website, it is what it is. Um, but if mm -hmm. you want to do it right now, hey, you know, this is what it is here. And I'm all, I'm, even with that, it's not a super hard close. Because even when I do that, it's, you know, hey, if you want to register today, it's, it's $4.97. Uh, I make it sound like that person needs to do it then and there, right? But really, if they said, if it was a real objection, and we'll, we'll speak about this, if it was like, hey, I definitely want to do it, but I'm not doing it before I speak to my partner. So, hey, give me, you know, an hour or give me a couple of hours or whatever. Hey, that's totally cool. You know, I'm not going to be a, yeah. a dick about that, right? Um, but I want to <laughs> yeah. put that, that urgency in there. Uh, but even still, I'll get objections and that side of thing there. But either way, I think we're at the same point here where we've said the call and then that person's going to say something. Some people will go straight away and do it. But most of the time, people are probably going to say, you know, looks good, but it's a lot of money or, oh, yeah, let me think about it and get back to you. Or it's just saying five over and over. You probably know mm -hmm. I'm better than me, but it's probably, you know, <laughs> money, time, um, partner, info, send me an email or, or whatnot. But let's, let's explore yeah. from there. Is there... Is each one slightly different? Do we have a framework we can use that can answer, you know, all of them and just plug in different things? What's your, what's your take there, Justin? Yeah, so that's perfect. One of the things I learned when I was selling extended warranties, uh, I sold extended warranties on almost every like regular job I had uh, for the past 15 years. And I've, I developed a framework that is six steps. Um, 
but it allows you to have a conversation as opposed to a fight. Mm. Right. And the reason that a lot of salespeople don't overcome objections is because they've been taught through their entire lives. Don't fight with people. Right. Mm, And nobody likes to fight uh, except for, you know, psychopaths or people (laughs) that are the bro closer. Right. Nobody likes to have a fight, uh, including your customer. Mm. But that's what they've been conditioned at this point is what's going to happen. And so the first step is you, you know, the method is called the listen method. And it's all about, it's about listening. It's not about browbeating somebody or coming over the top of them with information. It's, it's really about listening to them and understanding them. Um, but the first step that you've got to do is you've got to get them out of fight or flight mode yes. because, and you're in fight or flight mode too. That's the hard part because especially like as an entrepreneur, you know, you, for 497, that that's not, you know, Oh, I get 10% of that. And the company gets the rest. Mm-hmm. That's, Hey, I got a bill that's due right now mm-hmm. and I got to close this deal. Mm-hmm. And this person's saying no. And now, you know, my crock brain is stepping in and, and taking over the picture and going, you're not going to say no to me. Right. And your ego gets involved and it gets nasty. Uh, and your customer's feeling the same way. So they're, but they're feeling it from the reverse. This guy's going to take money from me. I'm not going to get what I want. Uh, I'm going to be hard closed here. It's going to be awkward, whatever they're thinking. The thing you have to understand, both of you are scared. Mm. Uh, and that's true for every salesperson. Mm. And I don't care how good you get at this. It, it's always scary at the end. Uh, and what it comes down to is how well do you manage that for yourself and how well can you manage it for the other person? Mm. Uh, and so the first step of the, of the listen method of this framework is what I call a ledge. Uh, and so the ledge is a way to give you, you and uh, your customer, your prospect, some space and kick you guys out of that fight or flight mode. Nobody can make a decision with their crock brain. It's like a, it's like a retarded bouncer for information, right? It only gets the very basic bare minimum. You know, you ever been in a fight with your spouse and you say something that is a totally well thought out argument and they just understood the first two words mm-hmm. and they didn't understand anything else. That's because their crock brain bounced out the rest of that. So the ledge is a pre-prepared uh, re- statement that knocks them out of that by being mm. different. Love it. Yeah. Um, so if you were going to get, you know, it can be complicated, simple, it can be funny. It really has to be your personality, mm. right? So as an example, the one, the, the quote at the beginning is, is my ledge. You know, when someone says, I got to mm-hmm. think about it, I say, Hey, you know what? If this isn't for you, I totally get it, but I'd rather have a no right now. Is that where you're leaning? Mm. yes love that yeah yes cool so let me think my side of things here yeah the reason i love that is yeah i think that's perfect for you know the i think about it or even the partner objection as well Mm -hmm. because in Mm -hmm. in my experience this is a simplified version i feel like the only two real objections are money and time right Mm. i feel like and you can still handle them but i feel like they're actually real you know it's like hey I've actually got X amount in my bank account. Of course, there's ways I could find the money, but I don't know if it's worth it. You know, that's that's one way there. Or, you know, hey, I'm flat out and I would prefer to do what I'm doing than, than do the course. So, you know, I'm not, and you'd hand it in, in that way there. But I feel like anything else is just a made up thing. You know, hey, yeah. I've got to check with my partner or, hey, let me think about it. The way I look at that is, let me get the real answer. You know, like <laughs> if, it, yes. if, you, if you've got to check with your partner, what have you got to check with them about? Is it about the money? Is it about the time? You got to think about it. What do you got to think about? Is it the money or, or is it the time? You know, or do you really want to do it? It's, it's, I want to, that, that's, and let me think how I ledge it. I must do it in my, 
um, yeah, cool. And, and I guess the way I do it, I use it in uh, probably a, Mine's probably a bit more, a bit less funny, you know. Mine's just like, uh, <laughs> yep, cool. So, so just to make sure I've got it, Justin, because uh, I've asked them before. Hey, because they've already said they're interested, right? Before we've mm-hmm. gone to the price, they've already said they're interested. So I'm like, yeah. all right. So, yep, cool, totally get it. Want to think about it? Hey, just so I know where you're at, Justin. Um, you you do definitely want to grow your fitness bootcamp, right? That's something you want to do, and I'll get that confirmation there. They're like, oh yeah, definitely want to do that. But cool, cool, and you and the course can definitely help you. You can definitely see that you definitely want to grow your bootcamp and the course can definitely help you. Yep. Yep. Cool. It's just, you want to think about it. Is, is that right? Yep. That's bang on. And then also, yep, no drama. So, Hey, you know, just so I get my head around that anything in particular you're thinking about there. So I find when I do it like that, I'm getting confirmation, confirmation, you know, it's like, yes, yeah. I definitely want to do the course. Yes. I definitely want to grow my bootcamp. Cool. Let's get to the real, you know, the real of yeah, yeah. side of things here, instead of just being, you know, oh, you want to think about it. What do you got to think about? You know, agree. And then, you know, just, you definitely want to do this. Definitely want to do this. Because if you don't want to do any of those two, I'm not going to waste my time objection handling. You know, if you don't want to grow your fitness boot camp or you don't um, think the course is going to help you do it, no objection I can use in the world is going to handle I use in the world is going to, you know, I don't care how good the listen doesn't system matter. is, you know, if they don't want it, I don't think it's going to work. If they don't want it. They, exactly right. So okay. that's exactly right. Cool. Yes. So that makes sense. Awesome. So we're, we've got our ledge. What's the, uh, yep. what's the I? So you actually uh, led perfectly into that, oh, you know, so yeah. your ledge is, you know, it's, no, it's great. It's great. So your ledge is getting them to reconfirm, which calms oh. them down because they're going, they're thinking about, okay, no, you're right. This is what I wanted. This, I am interested in this. You know, I do think it'll help me. And so they're calming down, right? Mm. Um, so once they're, once they're calmed down, the next step is investigate. Mm. And you're going to investigate, like you said, what's the real issue here? Uh, everybody's got opinions, values, and beliefs. And if you can discover what those opinion, values, and beliefs are, often what I find when it comes to objections, like I want to think about it or something, like you've already said, it's not really that they want to think about it. It's that they don't want to tell you what they think about it. Bang on. Because they're afraid that you can't handle it. Yep. Right. Uh, or it's either that, or for some people, believe it or not, people, some people don't have an inner dialogue. Some people just go up their whole lives off of what it, things feel like. Mm. Right. And they, they can put it into words if you ask them, but how many of us really ask them? Mm. And that's the problem. Right. Uh, so the investigate step is, is a, is a question sequence of what, why, how, what do you believe? Why do you believe that? And how is that serving you? Right. So for example, if, if I'm talking to somebody about a course and they say, you know, Oh, I want to think about it. I would say, okay, cool. So you hate me then or whatever. <laughs> and they, <laughs> and they, we have a good laugh. They go, no, no, no. Sometimes they'll just tell you. Sometimes they'll correct you. Some people are out there that they just have to correct you. Right. And so let's say we're lucky in that case. And the guy says, no, no, no. It's just that, you know, I, I don't know how much time this is going to take. Mm. Like, I mean, that's a perfect one, right? That's exactly yeah. what you said, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't know how much time this is going to take. And I say, okay, now I'm going to ask him a what question. I'd say, okay, well, pardon me if this is a crazy question, um, but what do you do with your time now? Mm. Right? Love that. And I'll make them list it out to me, mm. right? The one thing with this whole thing I'll tell anybody who's in sales is if you ask a question, get an answer. Mm. Don't let somebody give you anything vague, mm. you know? So... So drill down with them and be polite. You remember, this is about em- em- empathy and being kind to somebody. You're having a conversation, not trying to close them on anything. Mm. The worst thing you can do at this stage is talk about your product, mm. right? You want to talk about them. You got to focus on beliefs, values, and opinions. It's one of those things, right? And so this guy told me that he 
uh, doesn't believe he has the time. So that's a belief, right? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you, why do you believe that? You know, what made you believe that? What made you say that? What, anything that starts with what that digs mm-hmm. into that belief, right? So then he tells me, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. And I'm now I'll pick something out. I'll say, okay, so help me understand. And, and I, I always mm-hmm. soften too. you know, help me understand. I apologize. This is too forward. Uh, but why do you think that watching Netflix is more important than working on your business? Right. Because he just told me he's not sure he has the time, but he also said, I broke down his schedule. He also said he spends two hours a night watching Netflix. Now he could have a good reason. Let's say he says, you know what, man, that's the only time I have to spend with my wife. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'll look at my schedule that he broke down for me and say, okay, where else can we find something? Uh, But he might say, and often people say, well, uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Thanks for calling me out. You know, or they might give me something that I, I, maybe I can't handle, but then I'll go into how, and I'll say, okay, so how will you accomplish the goals we talked about before if you're stuck in this pattern of, of not moving forward, right? Or how is, that, how is that helping you? How is spending two hours a night watching Netflix helping you, right? How is that serving you? How do you feel about that? Anything that starts with how. When you hold yourself to that what, why, how question sequence, it's very awkward at first. Uh, and you might feel like the question you're gonna ask isn't gonna get you anywhere. Uh, but you just got to ask it because people will blow you away with their answers. And it's designed that way to dig, you know, one layer deeper at a time. So by the time you get to the how question, you've really, un- you've really peeled back the onion and you've under, you really understand where that person's coming from. That's the idea. Yes. Wow. Okay. So many good bits of information there. Let me think how to summarize this. Huh. Okay. So, um, what Justin's saying here, and this is really high level stuff as well. So if you're watching this mm-hmm. podcast, I recommend pause and just rewatch this section here over and over and over again, because there's a few really, really good things Justin's doing well, but even just the level of depth, like we're into two of six at the moment. And I feel like even if you did level one, you would start to handle some better <laughs> objections. If you just if you just yeah. master the ledge, you're going to start to handle a few. If you master the yeah. ledge and investigation, you're going to you know handle even more objections. Still, mm-hmm. we're two out of six in. So <laughs> let me think of the best way. And, and yeah, so okay, a few things that Justin's done really well. First thing is his mindset. So he's not going in there. How can I close this sale? What can I say to close this sale? That's not what's going in there. Even though that may be the end result, that's not what he's trying to do here. His whole focus is on helping this person. It's like, okay, how can I help this person achieve this result here? That's what's going through his mind. And I feel even that mindset, if you go to objection handling and you think about it less about how can I um, win the debate and more about how can I really, how can I help this person? How can I help this person have a breakthrough and make them realize Mm -hmm. that this is the best program for them? And that's my favorite part of sales. I much prefer, even if I'm selling my own course, I prefer the sale where I've motivated and inspired that person to make that decision and I've changed their belief system so they've realized that this course is better for them. I prefer that part than them actually doing the course and getting the result. So um, that's important there in the question. So I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan and I've managed, and I, that's where I've learned the question side of things. I just watched Tony Robbins do his you know, stuff on when he does it and I realize it's all about questions. He never tells someone what to do. He just asks the right question and that person ends up um, coming up with the answer themselves. And it's like, if you tell someone what to do, they can, they can argue back. If I'm like, hey, you yeah. know, 
um, Justin, if I was you, this is what I would do. You'd be like, yeah, but this, 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 and this. But if I ask you, okay, why do you think that? Cool. And, and so what are you doing instead? Okay. And, and how is that helping you? Instead of me saying, hey, Justin, you watching Netflix for two hours is not going to help your business. Do this course. But if mm -hmm. I ask that question, okay, so how, how is, um, and, and how's Netflix working for you growing the business or how are you going to, and if we go back to the goals, well, okay, cool. I get it. You know, ju just a question here, um, Justin, watching two hours of Netflix, how is that going to help you achieve your goals? You know, it's mm -hmm. just asking, you're not, um, you're not, and if, and if you have your tone right. And also what Justin does really well as well is you can see the way he phrases it. It's not. So why are you watching two hours of Netflix every night, Justin? It's, hey, can I ask a question? Hey, I apologize if it's a bit straightforward, but just so I can help you, just so I can get my head around it and mm -hmm. you know, see if I can help you. Um, why two hours of Netflix every single day? You know, see, there's different ways yeah. you can put it, right? So yeah. yeah, really, really good stuff there. And even just to simplify this, get, just, get Justin's guide as well. Go on his website, get his guide, print it out, have it next to you while you do this as well, because it is quite high level stuff and we're two out of six in, but okay, cool. We've got, um, yeah. we've got L and I, what's the S Justin? So the S is uh, to state the problem. And so I've noticed that you do this oh, a lot yes. in your process. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what you want to do is state the real problem. Uh, because thinking about it is not the problem as much as we want to believe that, um, you know, to get out of the situation is we're scared too, but that's not the problem. You've found it out now. In this case, this guy's concerned that, you know, he's not going to have enough time for recreation, right? He's going to be spending all of his time on his business and he, that doesn't sound like a fun future for him. Uh, and so I'll just repeat that back to him. Say, hey, you know, so, uh, John, it sounds like, you know, you're kind of afraid that if you, if you buy into this course, you're not going to have any time for yourself. Is that, is that right? Yes. And yeah, the most important thing with that is that sometimes you might be wrong, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you might go through all those questions and you completely misunderstand the person. Who knows? Yeah. We're dealing with so such diverse people, yeah. especially in the online learning world, yeah. that you never know who you're coming across. And so if you're wrong, you want them to give you a chance to correct you, mm. right? Um, you don't want to assume that you know and then carry on down that road because you, if, if you're solving a problem that you don't know, then you're going to solve the wrong problem and then they're still not going to buy. Mm. Yes, bang on. So much good points there to... To summarize that, yeah, you've got to, that, and that's essentially what we're doing, right? This whole thing mm -hmm. is like, okay, what's the real problem? The only, yeah. but we need to do L and I to get to S. Yeah, otherwise mm -hmm. it's too confrontational, you know? And it gets back that's to right. the debate. So you're telling me this, Justin, but if we work through this, okay, so based on this, 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 and this, this is the problem. Is, is that right? And then it's either a yes, they say that's exactly what it is. And I think the advantage to that is now this person's like, oh, wow, this person actually spent time understanding what my problem was. You know, they didn't just try yeah. and, and close it. This person actually spent time and this person actually understands me. I feel mm -hmm. just that there is going to increase your, your chances of making the sale just because this person is like, oh, I gave an objection and they didn't just tell me, oh, it's the price of a cup of coffee a day or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, it's um, they've yeah. spent all this time and asked all these questions and they weren't even trying to hard close me. They were just simply trying to find out what the problem is. Yep. So I, yep. I, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That's, that brings you right into T. And when you get into T, what you're going to do is take advantage of the reciprocity principle, which is exactly what you're talking about. You as the salesperson or as the coach, you know, like, like one of my mentors tells me is you are engineering this encounter. Mm. Right. And so you have to do all the hard stuff. 
you've got to understand them before you can expect them to understand you. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you do that, you, you invoke the reciprocity principle. Uh, and so that's where the T comes in. The T stands for test for engagement. Now there's also people who, no matter what you say from this point on, that they are not going to buy. Yep. It doesn't matter. Yep. There, you know, there's nothing you can do probably two out of every 10. There's no way you're going to close them. Now, my goal for you is to not waste your time with them mm -hmm. and not waste their time. Yep. Right. Because they might be a buyer in the future. Like yep. you've said before too. Right. Yep. Yep. So when you test their engagement, you give them the option to continue. And so, uh, the, the, the law of reciprocity will get eight out of 10 people to say yes to you just mm -hmm. from right there for you. Cause you've taken the time to understand them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it'll eliminate the other two. So you say, Hey, okay, now based on what you're saying, I think there might be a couple things that you don't understand or that I missed or didn't explain very well. Again, you take that on yourself, fall on your mm, sword yep, yep. and say, is it okay if I just cover that with you? And they'll almost, like I said, eight out of 10 times, they'll say, yes, mm. great, we can move on. If they say no, if they, you know, like you said, the partner objection, say, no, Justin, like I wanna do it. I just cannot do it without talking to my partner. Mm. Great then they don't even want to hear what you're about to say is just going to yeah. waste their time. Yeah. Let them go yeah. talk to their partner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but for the other people where it is BS and you figured out the real reason now they're Now they've given you that permission. And that's a very powerful because they owe it to you to hear you out now. Mm, yes. Love that. Bang on. Cause yeah, if you just tried to do that at the start now, nah, look, I've already told you it's price. I'm not interested, <laughs> but you know, yeah. if you've gone through all of this, you know what, this guy spent a lot of time and effort. The least I can do is, is listen to what he's got to say. And, and really, to get to this point, they're at least half interested. They've inquired. Yeah. They've got on the phone. They've told you their goals. You know the goals match. They've told you your program is for you. They want a reason to buy, assuming yeah. it's a fit. So I think that's an yeah. important thing as well. It's not like you're trying to bully someone in here. You've done all the, the work beforehand. So, all right, up to E. Up to E. So E is when you're going to educate them. Mm. Yeah. Whether you're going to give them more information, whether you're going to correct an assumption, you know, we often, and I'm very guilty of this, is I assume that because I've explained it one time, the yeah. person gets it. Yeah. Right. Um, but I found so often it's not the case. And so you might just have to re, you know, like, like let's take our, our example guy, for example, uh, our example guy, for example. Uh, he's worried he's gonna spend a bunch of time on this, not have any time for recreation. Mm. Now I haven't talked about my product yet at all. All I've done is, all I've done is say, uh, you're spending two hours a night on Netflix and that has, that's not serving you, mm. right? Then he's told me, I don't wanna give that up. Okay, cool, well, you know, now I can go and educate and I can say, well, hey, but you said that you wanna make X amount more dollars. And so for you not to wanna give up two hours of Netflix a night, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy, that stuff's not serving you, that's wasted time. Now, here's the good news. You don't have to give up two hours. All you have to do is give up, give up an hour. Can you live with that? Love that. Boom. Yeah. Right? Uh, and right, often, right, oftentimes, right there, that's done. Mm. You know? Um, but this is the point, again, as a coach, think about it. You've got to come in with the, with the real shit now. Mm. You've got to come in and, and tell them what it is. Mm. Uh, and whatever that is for you, you've got to tell them what it is. Um, sometimes you've got to cover some uh, information about you. And sometimes you got to cover some information about the course that you're selling and, and give them some additional bonuses. You know, you're going to have to figure out what that is for you. And yeah, like I said, the guide will walk you through all the different ways that you can cover that spot. Um, but the key is you educate them on what's missing from their picture. 
Yes. Love that. And yeah, so many different ways you can do it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if, if they get through that and it's, and we're using time, but it could be the same thing with money, you know, instead yeah. of, Hey, you know, you go through the budget. Okay. Where are you spending your money? Okay. Bang, 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 bang. Okay. You're spending it here. Okay. You don't want to give up your, you know, Uber eats every Friday night or whatever, you know, Hey, or every Friday and Saturday night. Hey, you know, you don't have to give it up both. Just give up one, you know, do that one for yeah. 10 weeks or, or whatever it is, you know? And yeah. And then same with the, you know, the education. Oh no, hey, look, um, your course looks good. You know, your your course on how to run a fitness boot camp is good. Um, but I really need, uh, I really need boxing stuff. You know, that's what my clients really love. Well, hey, look, if you want to register today, I'm happy to throw in the boxing for free. If that's the only thing holding you back, I do a little test there as well. Okay, so let me make sure I got it. You do want to do it. You want to do this, 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 and this. The only thing is, you're also looking at a boxing one. Is that right? Cool. Hey, I've got a boxing one as well. If you want to register today, I'll I'll throw it in. And I'll, I'll here's my little strategy. I don't know uh, your take on on this, Justin. Yeah. I'll do whatever possible to it, we, it, uh, within that's ethical to get that person to sign up then and there. Because I yeah. feel like the second they get off the phone, the chance of them signing up, to, even if they tell you, "Yep, hundred percent, gonna do it on Monday." It's the same as fitness as well. It's like the person that's going to start working out on Monday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that Monday never comes. So I will, yeah. um, <laughs> one thing I've found is if, it, if it's a matter of, you know, knocking off a few bucks here and there or throwing in a few bonuses, you know, here and there or offering an extra one-on-one coaching call here and there, if that's going to close the deal, I'd recommend, you know, doing it then and there. Would you be the same as well, Justin? I'd be the exact same as well. Yeah. Whatever you can do, to hang in there with those with this person and get them what they need to say yes within reason right yep, yep. it needs to be mutually beneficial of course yep. don't let them take advantage of you exactly. uh, but there are people out there i'm one of those people there are people out there that they've got to get some kind of discount to sign up yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm just and you're gonna write to those people and so just indulge them because you're gonna make you're making it easier for them and making it more comfortable and helping them justify it right yeah. uh, and what's it to you one more coaching call or you know 100 bucks off to get a client change their life i mean what's it to you yeah, exactly. And I feel I almost owe it to them as well. They, they've actually given up their time for whatever it is. Cool. Yeah. You know, there's a, a, a bit of a, you know, bonus for that. Um, all right. Yeah. So last one. We're up to the end now, are we, Justin? Yeah. And it, again, you've led right into it perfectly. Like I said, you're, you're a seasoned sales guy. <laughs> um, so the, ne- the end is the next steps. And that's where I say, do not let them off the phone yeah. without setting up solid next steps yeah. that, you know, if you're in business to business sales, that involve a meeting or some other kind of commitment from them, what they're going to do. Yep. If you're selling courses, uh, that involves some, some dollar exchange. Yeah. You know, maybe they can't pay. Maybe the price, the thing is money. They don't get paid till next week. Mm-hmm. Cool. What do you got in your account right now that yeah. you can, that you can make a transfer of energy for right now? Yeah. Right. That you can commit to right now, mm. because even if they give you a dollar, I've had people give me a dollar before. Yeah. Give me your credit card. Give me a dollar. I'm yeah. charging the rest on Friday. Yep. But that dollar says, to you, not to me, I don't care. I'll find another client right after yeah. we get off the phone. Yeah. It says to you that you're doing this. Yeah. Bang right? I love it. I think, yeah, I think that's key as well there. A few key points there. Number one, taking it off you. It's not me. I don't care. You know, I've got a whole mm-hmm. list of other people. I want to help you. You know, this mm-hmm. will show your, are you really interested? If you're interested, you know, um, this will show yourself that you're interested. If you're not totally cool, but hey, yeah. just be honest with yourself. You're not that interested. That's cool. You know, yeah, don't, don't cool. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. I love that there. And yeah, the next step. And I, I use, um, yeah, ideally dollar, you know, because sometimes it's just asking. Cool. So hey, yeah. do you want me to get you registered? Because sometimes you can get, get through all of this and it's almost like, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Cool. So do you want to get me? Do you want me to get you registered? You've still got to ask that question there, right? You still got to ask that question. Yeah, hundred exactly. percent. And then even if it's not the full price, you know. Yep. All right. Cool. Hey, we, we use um Justin's system. I've even used um in, in many different ways um setting it up for the future. So all right. Cool. Hey, so you get paid? They'll be like, oh look, I just don't get paid till next Friday. All right. Cool. Hey, give me your details now. I'll process it on Friday. Okay. Or mm-hmm. you know we're doing a payment plan, but you can't make the first payment till Friday. So instead of saying to them, instead of them saying, Hey, I'll call you back on Friday. Hey, just give me your details now. I'll set it up now. First payment will come up on Friday. Any situation, whatever happens, you know, if it doesn't work out, just tell them, just tell me beforehand and I'll cancel. It's totally cool. So I use that there. Um, Or even like, even if it's not a dollar, I'll get something. So it's not just, even if it's not like, Oh, look, Hey, I'll give you a call back tomorrow. Yep. Cool. Let's book it in now. What time? Okay. Hey, you know, I'm cool. Can you call me back tomorrow? Yep. Let me put it in here. What time are you free tomorrow? You know, it's always yep. something. It's never just, le- and it's always me as well. It's not, hey, yeah, you give me a call at, you know, because <laughs> we all know how that's turning out, right? It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, cool. I'll give you a call tomorrow. Are you free at 11? Cool. Lock it in your door. There's always some next step there. So I love that. Hey, um, Justin, such a good episode. We're even over time. So I, I feel bad because I, you know, I told you it was an hour and we're already over here. So we'll, we'll wrap okay. it up pretty quick, but I'll, I'll let um, the listeners know. So hundred, like this, this here, like that last 20 minutes or whatever it was, like I would pay a thousand bucks for that. The info that, that Justin gave then and there, like if you did a course and that course cost a thousand dollars and you got that info there with the script and you can watch it and, and go over and over again, that's, easily worth a thousand dollars in a course it'll probably make you thousands if not tens of thousands of dollars back just by mastering that there so i recommend do yourself a favor watch this over and over and over and over again download justin's um guide there jump on the phone with him if you can he's looking to put together a course anyway if he's got a course at that stage buy it because chances are as well and um, I don't know if this is the strategy, but here's the way I look at it as well. Really, with what you've learned here, you should be able to make a few thousand dollars. I don't know what Justin charges for his course, but you can essentially pay him back with the money that he made you. You know, it's like, great, <laughs> I learned this script and I've made a few thousand dollars. Great, he's Justin's course for whatever it is. If he gave me that for free, imagine what's in the, you know, imagine what's in the, the real course there. So I do that. Um, one question to finish off, Justin. I always ask all my guests uh, their favorite. There's a few different ways we can do it, but let's say if you could give us a book or two related to sales, a person to follow on social media or two related to sales. Oh yeah, absolutely. So books are my thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the books on sales, I would say sales EQ uh, by Jeb Blunt. Yep. Good book. Yep. Uh, Really, really. I mean, that one is a, that's a great one. Um, I would also say, uh, the Way of the Wolf by Jordan Belfort. Oh, haven't read that. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That is a good one. Yeah. Um, if you're going to follow somebody on social media, I would say f- uh, sales-wise, follow Ryan Stuman. Um, nobody, not even me, gives more free value away uh, in terms of sales process and tips and mindset and stuff than Ryan Stuman. Uh, so definitely check him out. Um, and, oh, who, was I, who else was I going to say? Oh, I would also say... Um, for any salesperson, now this might sound kind of weird, but your audience would really probably appreciate it. I would say Ray Edwards as well. Oh, uh, Ray Edwards has a free Facebook group and he yep. is awesome. Salespeople yep. got to know copy yep. um, because it just, it just will level up your game in ways that you can't predict if you're selling. So yeah. 
hope that helps. Oh, yes. So I've, um, yeah, huge fan of Ray Edwards. I basically get all my copy from him. I just use his paster formula and I just plug it all in. And it's, um, I feel they're so closely related as well. You know, it's essentially the same thing. Here's your problem. Here's the solution. How can we bridge it? Whether we do it via a sales call or via copy. I find sales phone calls a bit easier because you can actually Mm -hmm. just, you know, talk to that person then and there. Copy is a bit harder. Uh, but in saying that, the more of these sales conversations you do, the better your copy will get because you yes. just know the answers there. If you try and write copy without having done hundreds of sales calls, good luck. This will be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I don't want to take yeah. up any more of your, your time, Justin, but is there anything you wanted to leave us with or anything you wanted to finish up with? I'll make sure I put the link to your Facebook group in the uh, the description. It's If you're uh, on your computer now, it's www.salesespionage.com. And I'll also put the link to your website where everyone can get the free guide, which is www.covertcloser.com. Uh, anything you wanted to finish us off with there, Justin? Hey, you know, the biggest thing I would tell everybody here is just remember when you're selling, when you're on the phone with somebody, people believe what they say, not what they hear. Mm, Yes. Love that. Awesome. All right, Justin, thank you very much for your time. Yeah. Likewise, Jono. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.